0: Hey there. Welcome to the Two or More Podcast. My name is Landry. And I'm Caleb. And today we're going to keep on going through Colossians 3. Um, we're going to start with verse 11 and go through verse 17. Um, so I'll start out with verse 11 and go through 14. Here there is no Greek and Jew, circumcised and uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another. If one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, as the Lord has forgiven you, so also you must forgive. And above all these things, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony.
1: So I'll just read uh, 15 through 17 each one of you is a part of the body of christ and you are chosen to live together in peace so let the peace that comes from christ control your thoughts and be grateful let the message about christ completely fill your lives while you use all your wisdom to teach and instruct each other with thankful hearts sing psalms hymns and spiritual songs to god whatever you say or do should be done in the name of the lord jesus as you give thanks to god the father because of him
0: So do you want to just break down that? Um... Yeah, sure. So we're going to go back through and uh, break down this verse by verse. Um, so starting with verse 11, do you want to start with that? Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter if you are a Greek or a Jew or if you are circumcised or not.
1: You may even be a barbarian or a Scythian, and you may be a slave or a free person. Um, so really what we got out of this, um, just to, to start us off, is just that Christ is the bottom line and and that's what it comes down to in every single circumstance in our life the fact that Christ is the bottom line yeah. that no matter no matter what's going on in our life like Christ is it that that, that I think it goes back also in this verse to talk about um, when it talks about being a Greek or a Jew, uncircumcised or not, you may even be a barbarian or a Scythian. Like, this is talking about these people's past, like, before they knew Christ. And this is just something that's been on my heart a lot recently, is that, like, our past doesn't define us. Right. By all definitions um, of what the world would put on um, as being worthy of God's love, nobody meets it. Nobody meets it at all. Right. Even— by the standards of God and we don't deserve his love. Mm-hmm. And we know that. I mean scripture's clear about that. But the thing about it is that that love is not something that we work towards. It's not something that we 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 try to earn. Like it's just a gift. Yep. And that um whenever you you are you are coming out of a season of whatever it is that that feels like you're just apart from God, like you you might say to me, like, Caleb, you don't know what I've done. You don't know what I've gone through. You don't know um, how how many times I've watched porn. You don't know how many women I've taken advantage of. You don't know how many times I've lied, stolen, gotten drunk, gotten high. All these things that put you in an altered state, like... You could say all these things, Caleb, you don't know, and you're right, I don't know. But but here's the beauty about it is that I don't have to know, because what I do know is that Christ died knowing that you were going to do every single one of those things. But the reason that he died was that he could bestow that love on us. Right. And That's that good. no matter how much we mess up in the past, our past doesn't define us. The cross defines us. Right. So, I, I mean, I just think that that's what verse 11 just, I mean, it says it pretty straight up that, that Christ is all that matters, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah, no matter what I've done in my past, like, I've
0: been saved. Right. I've been covered by the blood. It doesn't matter, you know. Uh, and like it says, mine, my version at the end says, but Christ is all and in all. And I think this verse kind of sums it up by saying that it doesn't matter who you are. Christ died for you. Not only did he die for the Jews, he died for the Greeks. He died for the barbarians and the yeah. Scythians. He died for everyone. Um, so it doesn't matter who you are, what you've done, where you come from. Christ died for you, knowing what you've done so that he could save you. Yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. So uh, do you want to get into verse 12? Yeah, we can do verse 12. Okay. Um, Put on then as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, Compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Um, so I think this kind of just goes back to what we talked about last week um, of putting on the new self. Um, so if you've died with Christ and have been raised again, put on the new self. Stop living in your old ways. Put on these uh, um, at or attributes. whatever attributes. Yeah, like compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Um, and i think it's important to know that uh without christ there's no way that you yourself are going to be able to attain these things um especially i mean the one that jumped out at me most was patience i'm i'm not a patient person i want want something right here right now i have amazon prime so i don't have to wait a week for something to come in the mail <laughs> exactly like i want things right here right now yeah. um and it's really hard for me to be patient for things, um, and there's no way that I would be able to learn patience on my own. But through Christ, I've been able to understand that sense of, of patience and know that He's got everything under control. Yeah. Um, and the one that stuck out
1: most to me was was being humble, like humility. I know for me, within the past, um, humility has been a, a big struggle for me. I, I've always been so absorbed in my pride. Um, I struggled with that for several years, and at times it's still an issue. But um, just to know that, like, that Christ makes this uh, these these attainable. Like He makes them available for us to go right. get. Like yeah. He makes us available to go. And be gentle, to be kind, to be humble, to be meek, and to be patient. The only thing that is holding us back from achieving that is ourselves. Right. That we are deciding that we don't want to put in the extra effort to be a little bit nicer to that, that person that did us wrong. Right. We don't want to have to put ourselves down in order to boost someone else up. And I realize... Um, like, as I go through uh maybe it's seasons of of doubt or whether it's just uh seasons that are hard in my life, I realize that even in those times, I can be prideful, and what I mean by that is um whenever you go through those times where even though you feel so broken and so worthless that your focus is on yourself and how can you get better. Right. And it, that that's not the focus. The focus is still on others mm-hmm. and still on God. Right. But we tend to throw ourselves a pity party and want everybody else around us to throw us a pity party because we're going through something difficult right now. Right. For example, I'm going through something right now where... Um, after ten years since my since my mother passed away, I'm in the process of mourning that death right now. I was seven years old when it happened, and therefore, as a seven year old, I didn't really mourn her death. But now that I'm seventeen, that I, I have a grasp on what death and loss is, and it hurts more now right. than it ever has before. And there, I'll be honest, there are times where I want sympathy from people. I want people to be like, "Oh my goodness, I feel so bad for you." Whatever, like that kind of stuff. But but I got so convicted just like last week that God was just like, "Why are you harboring on this? Like I'm still good no matter what. That that even though it hurts, I'm not there any less." Right. And just as he's not there any less, the lost people are not there any less either. So even though I'm hurting and I'm broken, I still have to show God's love to the lost and even to the saved. And we're going to talk about being the body here right now. Verses 13 and 14, we're going to group together, and it says, Put up with each other and forgive anyone who does you wrong, just as Christ has forgiven you. Love is more important than anything else. It is what ties everything completely together. So um, 2018 has been an awesome year. Uh, It's been probably one of the greatest years of my life. Um, And at the beginning of 2018, um, God gave me two words, and those two words Um, kind of became just like a proclamation for me, just kind of um, two words that I have decided to live by. Um, And those two words are just love more. And me and Landry and Austin, we've talked about these two words so much, and um, we even tried to do a little something with it that didn't pan out. And um, But in an age where we're so absorbed with hatred for the opposite side. Yep we're called to love more. Exactly. And I mean, this verse, these verses talk about that. Even they talk about being Greek or a Jew or uncircumcised or not like all these, these sides that disagree with each other. Mm -hmm. Like we're still called to love them. Right. And we get so focused on the differences that we don't realize the similarities. Mm -hmm. And that's even within the church that like, we get so focused on the differences in our theologies that we don't realize that Christ is it, right. just like we talked about. Yeah. That, that we can sit here and we can talk about tier three issues all the time. And, we, and yes, I believe those should be brought up. But at the same time, if we are not proclaiming Christ crucified. Exactly. Then everything we said before that is in vain.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, going on to verse 15, because I think where, where you're leading this, it definitely ties in. Um, it says, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. So what this kind of means to me, what jump out to me, um, kind of like we were talking about earlier, it says, uh, indeed, you were called in one body. Um, I think this is definitely talking about the church body, the body yeah, of Christ. yeah. Um and it it doesn't say that the it doesn't say indeed you are called in the Baptist body and the Methodist body yeah. and the mm. the Catholic body. it says in one body um, And I think it's really easy for us to to get in a place of oh those are Methodists or oh those are Baptists, they don't they don't know what they're talking about. Um, we're just gonna, Put them away and not associate with them, mm-hmm. because it's it's not about that. Yeah. We we all are trying to proclaim Christ crucified, uh, and that's that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, so we definitely need to not harbor hatred in our hearts or yeah. anything for that matter for yeah. other other believers. Yeah. Um, and and that's I mean it says at the beginning and let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Right. So there should be no. Angst dwelling in us, exactly. or any any wrongdoings toward each other, um, especially if we're in the body of Christ, if we're a part exactly. of the body of Christ.
1: Yeah. And I mean,
0: um,
1: just going alongside with that, um, I know the three of us have have friends of. All sure. different oh, yeah. sects of Christianity or even outside of Christianity. Like like we do have friends that, that are outside of Christianity. Like mm-hmm. um, and I think that's important. That like that's how you're gonna win lost. Oh, definitely. It's to love the lost. Yeah. And to to not become the lost, but to yeah. be with the lost. Yeah. And um I know one example of this is um a band that I'm in that we that we did a community wide youth service. And in the past, this youth service that had been done, it hadn't been done in probably seven or eight years. But in the past, it was like just the Baptist churches within the area would get together and do that. Right. But when we got together and we started to plan it, we decided that we didn't want that. That that we didn't even think about it until a man named Luke Hawkins. Um, met with me and the guy that I was planning it with, planning it with at um, Chick-fil-A one day. And he was like, have you invited this church and this church and this church? Like, just break down denominations. Like, just worship. Right. And we wound up having so many different churches come with us, whether they were Baptist, non-denominational, um, whether they were Methodist. Like, whatever it was, like, we were there— under one accord. Yeah. We were there for one reason and that was to worship mm-hmm. no matter what the minute details of our theology. Right. Exactly. Said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean and that's that's what it's about. And we've got to stop focusing on our differences and just come together and be the body. Exactly. And um, verses sixteen and seventeen and then um, we'll start to wrap it up. But uh, verse 16 and 17 says let the message about Christ completely fill your lives while you use all your wisdom to teach and instruct each other with thankful hearts sing psalms, hymns and spiritual songs to God whatever you say or do should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to God the Father because of him yep. and um, I think really this this paints that picture and we were talking about this when we were discussing our notes was that like, in order to dwell in the Word of God, you have to pursue the Word of God. Right. So, in order to, to be in accordance with Christ, in order to fulfill His will, in order to live out um, the the Christian walk, mm-hmm. we have to dwell in His Scriptures. Yep. Because that's where we're going to find that will. Right. You know? And... um. We're going to we're going to talk about just two more things but um what I want to talk about here is the Christians the the quote unquote Christians who don't go to church. Like I'm not the one to say that they are not saved. Like that's not my. am sure. not I'm oh, not saying that yeah, at definitely. all. But what we see here is that we're supposed to live as one body. We're supposed right. to be unified. So is Church, necessary for salvation? Absolutely not. No, that's not what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. However, if we are going to dwell within Christ, we have to have that band of believers that we're willing to gather together with and say, look, this is what I dove into in Scripture this week. Mm -hmm. This is what I struggled with this week this is what tempted me this week this is what um these are who i witnessed to this week not in a boastful way by any means like i had four salvations this week under like no you didn't jesus had four salvations this week you're just a vessel and I, i i love the song broken vessels um and i know this is kind of a rabbit trail but i'm gonna chase it and um it says uh i can see now um i can see the love in your eyes Laying yourself down, bringing up the broken to life, and um, as we we start this school year, where I mean I'm a weekend by now, but um, the other two guys in this room haven't even started yet, um, that we're just a bunch of broken people. Oh yeah, and that's the church too. Yeah, and the church scares so many people because. They're so judgmental, or any other excuse that they have for not going to church, and like, if that's your excuse, like, like stand by it. Uh, but at the end of the day, as the church, we got to be more welcoming. And
0: um, I think our church does a phenomenal our church does a job. fantastic yeah. job of. I'm who was it talking? I think it was somebody in the college group uh, was talking about um, a friend of Alex Hood that came, two friends of Alex Hood that came. Both not together talking, but different conversations. Both of them said how welcoming everybody yeah. was in the church, yeah, and how awesome it was to see that our church is like a family, right? Um, instead yeah. of other, I think I told you, yeah yeah, 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 we were talking about that. Um, do you want to talk about that? that uh, I want to uh, talk about the kind of go into the second part or beginning of that verse where it says teaching and admonishing one another all in wisdom. Um, This just kind of reminds me of the the iron sharpening iron. If you're not having somebody pour into you and you're not pouring into someone else, then you're not getting that that sustenance yeah. that you need. Yeah. Yes, it's perfectly—you you do need to have those quiet times and be able to read the Bible um, and read His Word in your own time, but it's also important to run that by other believers, mm. have accountability partners, to be able to— um, see what they got out of a verse as well. Kind of like what we're doing with this. Yeah. Um, being able to, like before before we do the podcast, we'll sit down and write notes on what both of us think we get out of a certain verse. Like right now we're doing Colossians 3. So we'll sit down and um, I'll say, okay, I got this out of the verse. And then Caleb will go, okay, yeah, that's really interesting. I got this out of the verse. And it kind of builds on it. And just having that that yeah. strength of um, just being able to build upon each other and be able to understand the Word, um, it it helps. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. And if you're just standing there idle, um, just getting whatever you think is what the Word teaches, yeah. then I don't... I mean, and, yes, that, that's fantastic, but I also feel that it's, it's necessary to have other believers there right, right, and the Bible's going to raise questions,
1: and that, that's one of my biggest things with, like, people that, that decide not to go to church. Mm-hmm. Like, there are going to be stuff in the Bible that you don't understand. right. And if you just read it and you're like, man, I don't understand that. Let's move on to something I do understand. Like there's truths in that message that you don't understand. Sure. Yeah. So like dive into it. Mm-hmm. I know for me personally, even Colossians 3, before we started this, this, this two-part series on this, that like I had questions about Colossians 3. So I went and sat in my pastor's office and said... I need answers to this. Right. That there's something about this that I just don't understand. And I can't get it, but I I, I need guidance. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't proclaiming his answer as like the answer. Sure. But yeah. like it was just commentary. It was because mm-hmm. the commentary that I had in my Bible I disagreed with. Yeah. That I, I I read it and I was like, okay, maybe maybe not, I don't know how I feel about this yet. So I mm-hmm. took it to another source. And that's what the body is. It's just right. another source in order to grow your faith because while your faith is personal, it's public.
0: Right. I've heard an example um to to kind of put this in in just regular terms. Um, If there's a movie that you want to go see and you're not really sure if it's going to be good or not, um, and you go, you go on Google, you go and check it out and it's got like a three out of five star rating and you check the reviews on it and they're not so fantastic or they might be fantastic. And you're like, Oh, okay, well maybe I'll go see it. Um, It's more important to, instead of doing something like that, you would rather Ask a friend who's already gone and seen the movie, yeah, yeah. and ask their opinion on it. You you value their opinion on that movie rather than just some random person that reviewed it on Google. Exactly, yeah. um, and I think that's the same with this. I would rather hear Caleb's opinion on Colossians three verse twelve instead of some random person on Google that I've typed in asking what that means.
1: Yeah, and um, just kind of the we don't have to wrap up yet, but whatever, if this is the, I wanted to get this out. Uh, verse 17, whatever you say or do should be done in the name of the Lord Jesus as you give thanks to God the Father because of him. So what I I see in this is witnessing. Yeah. That, yeah. that um, whatever we do should be done for Jesus. And um, I know walking through high school, um, everything we do in high school is not, not for jesus right and that that's our fault that like i'm trying to work on that because my past doesn't define me but to a lost person my past does define me right so i've got to work real hard to show them jesus and to show them that jesus has changed me and that witnessing it doesn't have to be just straight up me preaching to them that god is good and that that um that he died for you and he loves you and yes that should be a part of it but at the end of the day if they've seen me doing stuff that I shouldn't be doing outside of that one conversation they're not going to trust a word I say in that conversation unless I back it up with actions. exactly so like uh, generous actions of humility whether it's kind words or or if it's just having a gentle heart towards someone that's that's being a little bit rude or or being a little bit offsetting like those are key components in effectively sharing the gospel. Because if, if I have a hatred, if I have hatred in my heart or if I'm being super prideful about something or if I am cussing and then I go into a conversation with a lost person and I'm like, look, Jesus loves you, man. Like he, he, he died for you. He wants to have that personal relationship with you. Like, but you got to live for him. And I explained to him how to live for him, but he just saw me cussing out there. or He just saw me making a a joke that I should not have been making or talking a way that I shouldn't be talking or or even doing something I shouldn't be doing. Like he just saw me doing that. And now I'm telling him that he can't do that. Right. So like, I got to back that up before I just say
0: it. Exactly.
1: Or I say it and then I have to back it up. Like, I know you just saw me do that. And like I'm sorry, like I I, I shouldn't have been doing that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm gonna get better, and it's not so I look better. It's so that God looks better.
0: Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Is that? I I definitely agree with you. I had something to say, but I totally forgot. About <laughs> I think I think you might have covered it. Yeah. Um. With that last part. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think that's good. Okay. So um, we have an outro. <laughs> My iPad died.
1: And it's on the iPad. So um, I guess we we'll can remember just, it best we can. <laughs> do, um, does Austin have the outro? <laughs> you gonna see. text it to us. Do, do, wait, have you already texted it to us?
0: All right. Oh, As we're finishing up. Wait, podcast, wait, 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 wait. Okay. We need to pray before we. Yeah. So, All right. Do you want to pray this week? Yeah, sure. I'll pray this yeah. week. Take my off for this dear God thank you so much um, we we just love you and we thank you so much for giving us this opportunity um, just to, to share your word um, God we love you so much just thank you for um, just showing us Colossians 3 um, and just helping us to um, just to put on our new selves and just to open our eyes to um, to things uh, that were mentioned today um, I just thank you for Caleb and, and Austin and all that they mean to me, God. Um, just please work through us and speak through us. Um, God, I just ask that you work through um, each and every person that, that watches this or listens to it. Just please um, be with them and and just work through their lives, God. Um, we thank you so much for, for all that you're doing through us and all that you're going to do, God. We love you so much. And in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Um,
1: we have a few different places where you can watch this or listen to this. You can watch us on YouTube at two or more. Um, one of these three places, you're, you're there. So um, you can check us out on the Anchor app, which Landry's going to explain a little bit more about the Anchor app in just a second, um, on Google Podcasts or on Spotify.
0: And all those is uh, just two or more. And then... So on all those platforms, uh, feel free to like and comment and subscribe. Um, Man, that sounds awful, but if you want to do that, you can (laughs) definitely do that. It definitely helps us out. Um, But there's a really cool thing that you can do on the Anchor app, um, and it's like a kind of like a voicemail. You can send in a, a, recording, of, a, a recording of your voice and uh, what it will do is you can ask us a question, give us feedback, and we can play it back on the show and um, just be able to answer your questions, talk with things, or talk about things, whatever it is. Um, yeah, I think that's about it. So thanks for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. Hopefully with a new table. Yeah, definitely with a new table. <laughs>